Yes, you too can take your team to the World Series by being a relief pitcher. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello. And today we're going to be doing a mini pod. Uh, Mike Lowry pod? Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> uh, for Bad Boys for Life, mini pod from Bad Boys for Life. Um, uh, the third installment in the Bad Boy series that came out, the first one came out in 1995, uh, directed by Michael Bay. This yep. one, uh, can't remember the director of this guy. Oh, sorry. Um, I have I have it right here. It is Adil El Arbi yeah. and Bilal Fala. I'm yeah, gonna go with. I guess they're uh, <laughs> yeah they're a directing team. Yeah. probably. Um, it looks like they have what other the other stuff that they do. Uh, it looks like they did some music videos, maybe. Movie called Gangsta, another one called Black, another one called Image. Yeah. Wow, this is a step up for them. They yeah, have, this is their. Oh, they well, they worked on the Snowfall show. It looks like so. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. But they're, they're they big... graduated from one word titles to a four word <laughs> title. They're good. But and uh, man, what a difference it makes when Michael Bay is not behind that yeah, camera. No kidding. Although he is in front of it at oh some point. Oh my god. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, Bad Boys for Life is the third movie. I did not have any uh, expectation that this movie Me would either. do well at all. Nope. And it and for the uh, Martin Luther King weekend, it made seventy three million dollars. Yeah, was it? Did it? Was it a record? I think uh, is an American Sniper. I think holds the record. It was something like that. Yeah, but it, it made a lot of money. Even though American Sniper yeah. was one of those like hold, it was it had come out the previous year, but it, then it had its big uh, yeah. opening in January. So I don't even yeah. know if I count that, but um, it made a shit ton of money. It did. Yeah. It did. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this made a ton of money. And yes, yeah. you're absolutely correct having my not having michael bay behind the camera is such a huge thing for this movie i don't i don't know if this is i'm, I'm trying to think if this has ever happened before i can't imagine it has and if it has it's very rare but like i don't like either of the first two bad boys movies very much the mm -hmm. first one is it's very average yeah i mean it's probably like and as far as michael bay films go it's not bad but it's probably like a c it was his debut yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the one before The Rock. So that was probably like a C. And then Bad Boys 2, I mean, that's an F. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know there's people out there that unironically love that no, movie. No, Bad Boys 2, it, there should be something lower than F. For I know. That, for I that. Know. I mean, it's it, horrible. You, you can't have rat fucking in a movie and not just, I don't know. But I they mean, fuck like we do. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but I was going to say, it was I don't think this ever happened where I disliked the first two and then liked the third one or liked the sequel to a movie i didn't like the original yeah it's crazy right <laughs> it's crazy um and like kind of really like like i had a lot of fun with this yeah uh it feels like uh for the first time in ages like i don't even think when will smith was at the his height he was having as much fun as he is having now 
with whatever movie that he's in. Like he just yeah, seems to yeah. be just there seems to be a weight lifted off of his shoulders. Yeah, cuz even I didn't I mean I get the negativity towards Aladdin. I get that it's pointless and it probably didn't need to be made, but there is something about his performance in that movie that elevates it because it that was one of the first times in a while I just felt like he was just having fun mm-hmm. and uh, some, I'm fine with that because Will Smith having fun. I mean, that's that's a good time. Yeah, so. we're seeing just seeing we see it behind the scenes. He's doing a lot of these just like things you would never think Will Smith would do. He's yeah. doing a lot of these YouTube videos and <laughs> yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Martin Lawrence also. I mean, this guy uh, it, it seems to seems to have hit a you know he's a he we haven't seen him in a while really. Yeah, I know. I was actually I just thought about that. I meant to look that up earlier. What like his last like kind of reason like reasonably big thing was uh apparently he was in the beach bomb the harmony corinne movie oh, but i yeah. didn't i didn't see that uh big mama's like father like son i guess I from 2011 yeah it's been a while <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't really been showing up in a lot of movies but he seems like i don't know uh they both just seem to be having a lot more fun there's a lot there's just a weight lifted off of them there's no pressure yeah and it just you know it it translates in in onto this on screen well and i mean and what enjoyment you're going to get out of the first two movies is definitely their chemistry Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean they play off each other very well but this was the first time where um i was i feel like genuinely laughing at some of the jokes mm-hmm. i guess if that, yeah yeah I, I i there was like that's what i'm saying that's the difference i mean michael bay michael bay has talents like there are things he can do very well uh, um subtle comedy is is, is is not one of them no no and uh and that's why i'm saying it was it was so different in this like when you we just did bad boys 2 for cinema sins and you have those scenes like um like will smith getting a blow job in the uh in the uh in the counselor's office mm-hmm. and the rats fucking mm-hmm. and um them like basically terrorizing this little this kid yeah. you know and just this awful like in a lot of like i mean it's um i don't know a lot of problematic stuff too as far as like you know sexual issues and things like that mm-hmm. whereas in this there's actually like this whole like um there's these really interesting um like subplots to it there's these themes about uh you know getting older mm-hmm. and um you know what that means realizing you're mortal i mm-hmm. mean in, in which you would never expect from a bad boys movie yeah and uh the uh, what i i can't remember which actor i heard talk about that i think it was will smith was yeah. talking about how uh you um the 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 other theme of it is is having a friendship like they do that's lasted for years and one person wants to go one way and the other person wants to go another absolutely and yeah so and it's a hard decision yeah when that type of thing when you've when everything that you're doing rely well not relies but yeah has has been with the other person for all this long and then when somebody else when somebody wants to do something else it feels like a betrayal but you know that's just that's sort of a life uh, thing that everybody has to has to deal with. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, this is a throwback. You don't see uh, regular cop movies anymore. The no, this used to be the the big deal in the eighties and then the nineties. 
Uh, it was it buddy cop movies yeah. were were just rampant Lethal Weapon. You always have to compare these movies to stuff like Lethal Weapon and Tango and Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. The Hard Way and all yeah. these type of things. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, you don't see them much anymore because our heroes now are mostly comic book characters, and comic book yeah. characters have have just sort of taken over that that hero action space. Absolutely. And, and most of our cop movies now. Uh, always, almost every cop movie, especially since Training Day, has been about corrupt cops. Absolutely, uh, you know, stu- uh, you know, somebody who's innocent but who's trying to, uh, you know, trying to defeat the system within that's that's you know created this corruption and everything. And so it's all it's a tremendous relief to have a movie where there's not any of that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean it it, it feels modern. Like it's got like you've got like the you've got the younger uh, cops that they're in like their new unit where they're very tech savvy and all that kind of stuff. So you have that stuff in there, which was also kind of an interesting uh parallel with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's techniques and everything, their characters' techniques. Um, but yeah, but like you said, it also feels very nineties. It feels very, it kind of feels like in that vein. Um, and it, but it, but it works Yeah, at somehow. And it's, and it's, I was instantly, I don't know what it is. I was instantly, uh, just put into this world and I didn't care. Like this is, this to me is what you do when you have a movie that's take your brain out for a second. Yeah. This is, I've never believed in that or whatever, but I believe when they tell you, you know, here's your premise right off the bat and you just kind of like, okay, well then I'll just go with this. Then then everything after that flows easily. Um, This movie is patently absurd, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, not, you don't have to think about it, but. um, And it it is rather dumb in parts. Yeah. It's not perfect. But it's got that typical thing where you have a villain who's like breaking out of prison and then they want revenge on everybody. And and then, and it's, and it's this whole like, well, we can't just have revenge, but we have to make the hero suffer too. Yeah. And, and this whole, uh, you know, this whole drive to do that is the basically the villain's undoing, essentially, yeah. because they just because they can't just go ahead and kill somebody. They have to like, oh, we got to make them suffer. I, well, well, and I will say that was interesting too. I mean, I, I mean, we'll get more into that in spoilers, but like, I mean, this movie is R. Mm-hmm. Um, beaten, you know, which I mean, the other two were too, obviously, but this movie is uh, it's super super violent yeah. when it comes to the killings and stuff. And um, they don't shy away from um, once the villain sets their plan in motion, um, they definitely go forward with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, just start killing oh. a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's actually I, I don't know. It, it One of one of the problems I probably actually have with the movie is that I almost felt like this was a more serious situation than the police force seemed to be taking it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like with this kind of with this kind of massacre going on with these kind of people that are a little higher up, Mm -hmm. um, you would think there'd be more than like five cops. Oh, well you'd have the FBI (laughs) and you'd have, you'd have also, uh, I guess you'd have, yeah, you'd have the FBI on this at least. Uh, I think you'd have more than five cops in the department, in the Miami PD. That's the way it always seems like, what is it about these movies? They make it, 
they make something a giant problem and then it's only two people who are yeah. who are who are going yeah. out and, and and then this it's more of a team there's more about five or six people but uh but like uh we ran into that uh recently and 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 this is random but it's also in a series that will smith was once in mib international Had yeah the same issue yeah, exactly like it's a little where it's where it's here's a world changing thing coming down to earth or whatever, yeah, and 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 uh, we'll just we'll just make sure that it's just Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. <laughs> the American MIB is not in on it. Nobody else is in on it. We have to make you know they have other things. They have they have more important yeah. things to do. Yeah, um, and it's also I mean it's also obviously it's insane that Will Smith is even on this case. But I mean, yeah. but you just kind of roll with it. It is what it is. I yeah. mean, uh, and the movie is fun enough to where I guess that's somewhat easier to ignore uh, uh yeah i mean that's what i'm saying it's a, <laughs> the the throwback nature of this this is something that always and then and this one at least it sort of in a way acknowledges how how silly it is back in the 80s when you'd see these uh scenes where the cop would get you're you know turn in your badge yeah, and, and yeah. they would turn in their badge and then they'd go off and do the case anyway yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and, and then this one it's basically like Okay, I'm going to let you be on the case, but yeah. you're good, but I'm going to put some restrictions that I'm pretty sure you're not going to follow anyway. <laughs> and I mean, I guess they have set up through the series that you know Joe Pantoliano is back in this too. He mm-hmm. plays the, I guess he's the captain. Yeah. Um, they have set up in the series that him and Will Smith are very, him and Mike Lowry are very close, mm-hmm. and um, they and they still have that running theme where he's always like he's got stress and he's like and thinking this one isn't he like drinking Pepto Bismol like yeah. every scene joey pants yep and uh which was nice to see joey pants back by Mm -hmm. the way i hadn't seen him in a while either uh, along with martin lawrence Mm -hmm. but um you know so i guess there's some maybe i guess you could kind of see him letting him do it but there'd be somebody higher up that would be like no yeah yeah (laughs) no you're not doing this right um you know um let's go ahead and grade yeah sure uh i'm gonna give this a solid b Okay. Um, I uh, I really had a lot of fun in this. Uh, I way more than I expected. Uh, and uh, and while it's silly and 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 everything, there's some really there's there's actually some pretty decent action scenes in this. There is, yeah. Uh, that was another surprise. Even though I'm still, you know, it still edits back and forth in a way, but a little better. But it keeps the action restrained to one yeah. location a lot of times. Yeah. that's that's so important. Absolutely. Um, a lot of times when you're when you're when you feel like you have to cut over a million times during yeah, the yeah, action yeah. scene. So, I really really did enjoy this. I and I didn't expect to and unexpectedly funny in a lot of places too. So I, I give this a B. Yeah. I'm somewhere in the same range. I mean, this is definitely, I mean, this is a movie that comes after like all these fast and furious movies and Hobbs and Shaw, which I do enjoy that. I know that's kind of probably what you were referring to about having fun, but mm-hmm. I do enjoy some of those more than you do for sure. And though, so I'm, I, I think this is a little smarter than those. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to give this a B plus, okay. uh, but uh, yeah, I just, I mean, it's, it's definitely not perfect. Uh, there are issues I have with it, but it's just, um, it kind of reminds me, actually, this is a weird comparison, but uh, Happy Death Day to You mm-hmm, last year, mm-hmm. um, which was a movie that definitely had flaws, but I just had such a blast with it. I just mm-hmm. didn't really care once all was said and done, and that's kind of where I am with this. Yeah. So, yep. All right, let's move on to spoilers. No spoilers! Miss Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. No, 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 no
so yeah, I mean, it's funny that you, this is, I don't think this is spoiler, but we're now in the spoiler section, but, uh, it's funny that you bring up fast and the furious and everything, because I feel like this movie is sort of patterning itself off of the fast and furious yeah. movies in a way. Uh, there's more emphasis on family. There's uh, there are multiple characters now rather than just two. Yeah. Uh, there's even a scene in the credits uh, towards the end where Will Smith goes to his son yep. and is like, "You can you can do something for us to get out of jail here at the end." That's way that's going way past to the, to the yeah, end of yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, there it, it looks like they're starting to do that type of thing. And plus that the emphasis on like fast cars yeah. and and uh, all that. It just um, it does feel like they've sort of patterned themselves a little bit more off yeah. of that. And they and they realize there's a formula we can do with bad boys now. Absolutely, I think they were also probably like the well the younger people we were talking about. There's a team they're called Ammo, mm-hmm. which is uh, I guess it was an acronym from something. Yeah, I don't know what they ever it, said. I think they show it up on the screen, but I don't remember what it was called. But you had uh, the uh, you had Vanessa Hudgens, and um, I'm not sure who the other two. Alexander Ludwig was yeah, that one of them, and then Paola Nunez played uh, Rita. Yeah, um, she was like she was like over them, and then there was one more. Is it this Charles Melton? Maybe yeah, Charles Melton. So you had these three like younger cops, and then you had uh, Paul Nunez as their boss. And I, I almost also kind of feel because like assuming this made money, which it did, they're obviously going to want to make another one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if it's one of those things where either Martin Lawrence or Will Smith can't come back or you know whatever, I think they're kind of setting up other characters. Yeah, uh, which is smart. Um, and um. You know, and I think that's kind of where they were going. And I, but I definitely got the Fast and Furious vibes, like you said. There's definitely a family thing in this, especially with we find out. I guess we've already said that the one of the villains is actually Will Smith's son. Mm-hmm. Um, a as Martin Lawrence puts, it's a warlock baby he had with the brouhaha. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, it starts off with uh, it starts off with uh, I guess her name's Isabel. Um, uh, you're talking about the villain. Yeah. yeah the main, the very, the, 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 the guy behind the guy is Isabel. Who's the mother of this, this guy, but she's in jail Yeah, and she starts this basically a riot type of th- type of situation where a guard comes in and then everybody surrounds the guard and talking about R-rated, man, this scene at the beginning. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of stabbing going on. And then, like, uh, one of the people, one of the security guards looking at all this on the security camera is like, oh, shit, and runs down there. And then, like, when he gets, when he finally gets down to the spot, everybody's gone, but the, the washer is going or something. Oh, yeah. And the dryer. Yeah. And, like, there's a, that guard's body is just <laughs> going in the... It, oh, it's it felt sickening. like right out of a horror movie, like in the way it was shot and how dark it was. It, like it felt like you were watching a Saw movie yeah. or something, you know, instead of like Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, and this is all a ruse for her to get on an ambulance, and then, uh, the, and then she stabs the fuck out of that guy. Yeah, and then uh, her son shows up and greets the ambulance and blows away the other guy. Yeah, yeah, and then then it's the then they set out their plan. The plan is we want to kill all these people who put up put me in jail yeah. basically and so it goes down this list of a judge and a cop yeah. and all that and then and then there's and then there's Mike Lowry who's yeah. in there um uh in this in this group of things and she wants uh she wants uh 
everybody to get killed, but she wants him to suffer specially. We don't know why. Yeah. Because he's just, apparently, in the according to the newspaper, all he was was just a cop that uh, brought her in or something. It wasn't even a big, it wasn't even a yeah, big, yeah, yeah. A big thing, but we don't know what the main, sto- that we don't know the whole story. She, yeah, because she makes a big deal about, you know, kill him last and he's got to watch everybody and blah, blah, blah. I, I think the movie does make a mistake here, though, where he, where he, her son does go and try to kill him yeah, first. Yeah. This is where the movie, I think, sort of, uh, it, it makes a, I guess it, I guess the reason why they do this is because they want the Martin Lawrence character to retire over this basically that's what they want him to do i don't know why he can't just retire on his own but i feel like it's it they make a they do some do they do some things here that you would normally see at the very end of a movie yes where the guy comes in and he does shoot will smith and it looks like he's a goner and he's in the hospital and martin lawrence does all this praying and all this and then then they cut to the scene where it looks like everybody's at a funeral yeah, but it turns out to it's be a, wedding, a yeah. wedding, and and that and all of that seems like something that you would put at the end of the movie. Now that Absolutely. could also be something where they're subverting expectations because you yeah. would normally see that at the end. But I think it kind of like it doesn't make much sense to me. No, because if you're trying to make me think that Mike Lowry, which I guess people that hadn't seen the trailers or anything, maybe they would think that. But come on, yeah, I mean, they're not gonna kill them. At least not right there. Yeah, maybe and, they kill them at the end. Right, and then at know? the end, you can sort of you can be like, oh my god. Yeah, no, I agree with you. on And that. so I didn't understand that. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the main. That's the main in issue. Fact, you're like, there's no way he's in, dead. In fact, what's funny is when they were at the bar with Martin Lawrence and celebrating him. I thought that was a retirement party at first, but then it was, I guess it was because he became a grandfather. Yeah. But I really thought that was a retirement party because they had like the whole force was there and they were given these speeches. And, and then you get to that scene at the bar where he's like, I think this is it. And Will Smith is like, what are you talking about? I'm like, wait, isn't he retiring? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but then it ended up being because he was a grandfather. So yeah, that would have been the scene you would think they just would have had him retire and then they would have gone on from there. But you know, it's what they choose to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see why they did it the way they did it it just doesn't make much sense totally it doesn't make sense that it doesn't make sense that isabel's son decides oh i know you gave me the uh, the instruction to kill him last but i'll just go ahead and kill him now (laughs) and it makes no sense i know he says well he's the one who's the threat and everybody else is not a threat but uh, just it i mean it, it makes no sense why don't she just i mean she has explicitly said i yeah. want him to be done he won't be left and, and they do a much better job with a sudden shooting scene later yes with uh with him and joe pantoliano yeah so uh yeah, sadly, Joey Pants dies in yeah, this movie. He if, does. if you're listening to this without seeing it, that was actually very moving, and it's so weird. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like the first two movies. I don't give a shit about these mm-hmm. people, and I'm actually sad that they killed them in this movie. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah, I've never had this happen before. Yeah, everybody's just insanely more likable for some reason. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, it's just. It's like it's. I mean, it's not, it's toned down. It's, I mean, it's not toned down, I guess. There's a lot of action and stuff, but it's still toned down. Like, there's less, um, I'm sure there's some problematic stuff if I went through it, but there's definitely less, like, homophobia and sexism and (laughs) stuff like that. You know, they treat, uh, they treat all the different characters, they treat the women a little better. There's a little more diversity going on, you know, but, um, it's still, obviously it's an action movie, but, um, but I don't know. It's just like you said, the humor is just better grounded. There's honest to God, emotional um, mm-hmm. scenes 
um, you know, stuff like that that you just would never find in the first two movies. And it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, I'm actually excited to see where, what they're going to do with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite comedy scene in this movie is when uh, Mike Lowry wants to get uh, Marcus back on, uh, back helping him and everything. Yeah. Marcus is is babysitting. Uh, well, yeah, babysitting his granddaughter. Yeah, and um, and uh, so like they're driving along, and he's like, "I'm ba- I'm babysitting the granddaughter, and I'm making grandson." It up. Sorry, it's Marcus Junior. Oh, it's grandson. Yeah, yeah. That's right, grandson. And yeah, they call him the same name. Yeah, and everything. yeah. Um, he's uh he's babysitting him, and and uh, he's basically making up a situation with his wife Teresa Randall, who I like to see again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the uh, making up a situation with his wife because he's done this thing where he's broken the fan and the fan has smashed the yeah. TV, and he's given her a spa day. He's bought a spa day, spa day for. Her. She is in this like thing, getting a massage and having <laughs> a great day yeah. and everything. And Will Smith comes yeah. in with this like little baby carrier yeah. thing and just like looks at her and says and just puts the baby yeah. down on the floor and then walks out the door yeah and no, she's like mike no 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 <laughs> i laughed for so long on that scene it was so well done uh I, I love it i that was good and then even shortly after that after they get in a they they're going to meet a c a, i guess a former ci that's kind of how martin lawrence gets dragged into this yeah. is a ci contacts him mm-hmm. instead of uh instead of mike and uh, they go and see him, and then the the dead body falls on top of Martin Lawrence's minivan. Another very weird scene. That is a very weird scene, but it does it, it does produce a great visual. Like a few minutes later, where they're driving back home, mm-hmm. and they're like the 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 van, the van roof is so indented, they're having to like lean their head out, and they have no windshield. Yeah, and it's just uh, I don't know. It's just a really funny visual. It's, it is funny. I was just sitting there after the body just crashes into this car. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just walking. Walking around, no big deal. Oh, yeah, that w- that was very weird. Well, and, I mean, even like they and, had a lot of that. Even like at the beginning with the whole, there's a what you think. Well, that was actually kind of fun too. We didn't talk about that beginning scene where usually these movies start off with a big action scene, and you think that's what's going on mm-hmm. because there's uh, Will Smith is driving his car with Martin Lawrence in there. They're screaming at each other. There's cops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're actually just going to the uh, the hospital to see Martin Lawrence's granddaughter. I assume they have a police escort or something. I don't know what's going on. There. His grandson, as yeah, we've already grandson, yeah, I mean, Sorry, God I, damn it. Well, I, I think we, I think we're trained in these movies to think it's a girl every time Probably, because I feel yeah. like it is most yeah. of the time. Um, but yeah, exactly. Uh, that it's just there's so many like silly things like that. But yeah. I was just sitting there, and and even even when he's getting shot at the beginning, and the dude's on the motorcycle and he yeah. shoots him. You know, it seems like you know. I think that's the only time I actually see people like genuinely concerned <laughs> yeah. about somebody who's like dying in the in the street in front of them. Um, this movie, this movie has a cut. A couple other movies came to mind during this. Isn't it Lethal Weapon three where they're making the bullet that can go through everything? Is it that one or is it four? I think it's three. I think you're right. It's been a while since I've seen either one of those, but I think you're right. Yeah, Lethal Weapon three, and and I think it's Lethal Weapon three, but. The, yeah, they there's there's they are the bad guys are always making these bullets that are like the bo- the most terrible bullets of all time, and here's why. <laughs> and this is what bad boy. This is what the bad guys are doing in bad boy. Um, uh, and then 
and then uh, was it a Gemini Man came up in in my oh this felt very Gemini Man well when you found out it was his son I yeah. think it was just it was just kind of a weird especially because I think if he hadn't been in Gemini Man maybe we wouldn't think that but the fact that Will Smith just recently did that movie and then did this there's definitely some parallels yeah because he's he's again again he's sort of fighting himself and in his yeah. and his younger self is of course going to be you know stronger and faster and all of yeah. that. Uh, whereas the experience is gonna, you know, r- you know, be his game, even though he's also strong and fast. Yeah, and it's I love that scene actually, even though there is some dumb stuff about like I mean, a we could never figure out what's going on, but that's fine. I mean, sometimes that's the way, and the way he figures it out makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, there's that. But then he fig- he's at the computer. He kind of he I don't know somehow he figures he starts thinking it's her. It's the yeah. Uh, there's it's a, the Isabel, and he has it's a, because he says the the son says hasta fue that's right and and so like he goes back and he goes through this whole like they he gets the he gets a it's is it his phone i don't know whose phone it i guess it's uh i guess it's the guy oh it was the it was no it was the um the guy that the club whoever the it was one of the henchmen for for the main bad guy so he does a he does this cross reference thing with hasta fuego yeah and he finds it and he realizes that it's coming from this place in mexico And that's how he sort of yeah, and he well yeah because he has Alexander Ludwig the character he has some text all these numbers Asta Fuego or mm-hmm. whatever yeah and then but then there and then that actually ends up being a really good scene too because he goes to the garage and he's upset but then when Martin Lawrence gets there and you know he tells him the whole story about you know and I guess I guess she's like considered a witch like apparently she's really into like some kind of practices mm-hmm. some kind of witchcraft or something and. You know, then Martin Lawrence is just like, wait, you fucked a married witch? And he's like, you know, that's what you took from that story? You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the timeline in this, it'll be interesting once it comes time to actually send this movie. Yeah. But there are a lot of, like, years they throw around in this. There's a point, I believe, that Martin Lawrence says he's married to Teresa Randall for 26 years. Yeah. Uh, I think at the party, they say, me and Mike have been doing this for 25 years. Something like that, yeah. But then Mike says, 24 years ago, before oh, yeah. before we were doing they they kind of they fudge this timeline a bit. And I think he says, 24 years ago, this is when I was undercover and, and I fell yeah. in love with her. Yeah. And obviously she has the kid and all that. And I, and I was like, wait a minute, even if, even if he did it like maybe a year before yeah, the first yeah. bad boys, it feels like there, there's not even, but they're saying a year. It, it, I mean, yeah. according to this movie's timeline, it happened a year after, yeah, even though he said it was before. Cause they're pretty, I mean, they've got to be pretty young in bad boys, right? Cause that was 95. Yeah. So I guess they're in their thirties uh, or something. Well, Martin Lawrence would be 30 and yeah. Will Smith would be in his late twenties at that point. Oh, he was still in his late twenties. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. God, it's been so, well, it's crazy. I mean, it was 25 years ago. I mean, that's just insane to think that it was that long. I think it was even, it might have even been close to this time of year. I don't remember. I don't think that no, was. No, it was. Uh, was it a summer movie? Uh, I, uh, I don't think it was a summer movie, but. Uh, might have been like a March or something. Uh, I'm looking it up. All right. Uh, it, uh, it was, I think it may have been, well, I was going to guess April, but. It is April seventh, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and that I believe that was also the one that was originally. I don't remember if that was a script that had been going around for a while or what the deal was, but I do know at one point that was a Dana Carvey John Lovitz vehicle. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine that version of Bad Boys oh, for Life. Oh my god! Oh hell! 
1995, man. Yeah. I, I, that was probably earlier in the 90s when it was yeah. being developed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, is a, that is a very true story. Now I want to see that movie. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like that Beetlejuice with Sammy Davis Jr. You kind of... <laughs> or, or Die Hard with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, getting to the, uh, the other part of the team, I really like the other part of the team, too. Vanessa Hudgens continues i feel like yeah. to to like she's i think she, i think she's slowly carving out something that might be awesome in the next yeah, few I, years yeah. she hasn't done anything like breakout or breakthrough or anything what was the movie the only i mean she was a, she had a she had a role in the uh the harmony korean movie who all, spring, spring breakers. breakers i mean that might be the most like I mean, I don't know. That might, might be the most like least Vanessa Hudgens thing she's done. Then she was in Polar, which I yeah, think that, I think oh, might right. be the least. I think that's the least thing she's. Oh, ever I, done. I totally forgot about Polar, that. Polar, she's great in that. Um, it's just not a great movie, but she's yeah, so good in it. Yeah, very good in it. And then and then and then so, I think she was in one other thing that I'm forgetting, but. Um, but, but this too, and, and she's just playing action chick in this. It's but, not really. Yeah. I mean, she is, she is a badass though. Um, they do. I mean, she does use her, her sex appeal, uh, at one point just to go undercover. Yeah. Like when they're trying to set up that guy it totally makes it. But I mean, but use, I mean, for the most part though. And I mean, she, I mean, she's beautiful. So I mean, yeah. you know, that's, you're not going to be able to not make her beautiful, but, um, but she's definitely like you know she's got a real character like I mean I mean as much as you can in a, in a movie like this yeah and uh, uh Paolo Nunez has a great has a great yeah. role I think her I think her character's great in this <laughs> another great moment in that was you know her and we find out her and Will Smith had been together before mm-hmm. and when they do that undercover thing at the club like she's just like gorgeous she's yeah in, like this really hot dress and everything and Martin Lawrence just looks at Will Smith he's like man you fucked up yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Alexander, I think it's maybe Ludwig. Oh, Ludwig a- probably is Alexander yeah. Ludwig. I like his character a lot too. Because, I did too because I all through the movie, like I was, I love it when movies do this. All through the movie, I was like, man, this dude is huge. Yeah. Why is he just like a yeah. computer hacker yeah. guy? He looks like he could beat some serious ass. Yeah, and they explain that. Yeah, I do. was just like, thank you, thank yeah. you. I hate it when I'm sitting there go wondering that a whole for a whole movie, and they don't say anything about it. They just say, yeah, well, we just needed a hacker. Let's and that's put- and that's a good that's a good payoff too when he finally actually has to help them. That's mm-hmm. a very good payoff. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then there's even the little. Bit it uh where whereas bad boys 2 totally made fun of mental health mm-hmm. yeah uh, i would say this one takes it a little more seriously they even make the comment about he's like i will totally pay for your therapy he's like thank you i'm gonna need it you mm-hmm. know and then he goes and kicks everybody's ass even yeah. like like takes out a like a column <laughs> yeah 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 that the that final uh that final action scene is really well done it is except for the fire the fire yeah. like the fire just looked bad but, yeah i mean it's cg at some point i'm just gonna have to throw that out the window and just be like this is what we're doing yeah 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 (laughs) there's a there's a shot in here i kind of wished it lasted a little bit longer but there's a shot in the middle of this uh firefight at the end where uh where i believe it's uh i think it's uh, rita paula nunez's character uh points her gun upwards towards Mm -hmm. and 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 this is a a place where it's like there's three like sort of three circular levels around an arena style looking yeah smaller area i guess it 
I guess it was a church or something. I, I don't yeah, know. I, they, there's I, a I sign that you see at the beginning, yeah. and I can't remember if it said Iglesias or something like that. I'm trying to remember if it said that. But anyway, it's it's some sort of place in Mexico. It's, it's where she's got all her shit set up and stuff, the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. But there's a scene where she points her gun up, and the camera tilts 90 degrees yeah, i remember this and uh and it and it just and it keeps it on there for like ah, a couple seconds and i was like oh my god that would have been awesome <laughs> if they just kind of kept it like that yeah, for yeah. a bit uh but there were some neat little things uh, that they did in this again the the editing and stuff like that yeah uh tends to pull me out as far as like it being a, a complete success but as it as it is filmed it's it's really well done and i will say the sun thing is could i mean it's a little cheesy but it does actually i think uh bring stakes into the situation there's even a point where i thought they were that marcus was maybe gonna die mm. uh they actually and the way they filmed that scene where he's having to be dragged back up you know he's about to fall down i i mean i i guess in my real i guess i knew they wouldn't kill him mm-hmm. but uh, oh that's another question i have though what does like he goes out of his way, and I get that that's his buddy and everything, and he wants to do stuff with him, but he goes out of his way to bring Marcus back in. But, like, what does Marcus bring into the table? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, I mean, Martin Lawrence is fine in this, and he does a good job, but, like, I, I was having – I don't – honestly, even with the other two from what I remember, I don't remember – I don't know what Marcus brings to the table in any of these movies, to be honest. Well, <laughs> there, in fact, he doesn't bring anything to the table for the longest time. And yeah. then Mike says, you need to wear your glasses. And as soon as he puts <laughs> his glasses on, he this is another funny scene, by it's the way. True. As soon as he puts his glasses on, he's hitting everything. <laughs> and there's even a point where he just he, he points his gun off screen uh somewhere, shoots yeah. behind him, yeah. and the body falls <laughs> yeah. in front. And it's really... <laughs> he, does, he does have that. He does have that really dumb line. It's in the trailer where he says, "Oh, this is like I'm in HD." <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. that that scene actually reminded me of all things Major League because mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole glasses. You know, it's like you put on the glasses and all of a sudden you're the best person. You uh, know? Yeah, you're, the, you're a star pitcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you too can take your team to the World Series by being a relief pitcher. Uh, but uh, yeah. The, I, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I, even that whole that, like that last scene has a lot of just stuff in it. Like I, I like even the, I like even the part where Martin Lawrence is like uh, he's like fuego means fire, right? We've got, <laughs> we got we 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 I'm 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 worried about the fuego. Yeah, and then and then like later on, like five minutes later, he goes, "Hey guys, we need to get out of here." You know <laughs> the the situ the the fuego situation or whatever. <laughs> No, yeah, Martin, Lawrence, I, Martin Lawrence. Actually, I hadn't just hadn't seen him in forever and hadn't really thought about him to be fair. But this made me want to see him in more things. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't really had the great. I mean, he's done a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but he hasn't done a lot of movies that appeal to me. Yeah, personally, he, he so. um, he's a sort of a his his career was very his his era. Like yeah, like we that we were he. He's a he was a very politically incorrect comic, and yes. he uh, had that famous uh, Saturday Night Live appearance where where he went off on a big oh, huge tangent. That. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, it's funny, like the if you watch Saturday Night Live uh, replays, if you if there's a channel that ever plays a replay of that episode, yeah, they. Uh, 
they show Lawrence come out and start talking, and then a, <laughs> a, a thing comes up that says uh, Martin Lawrence will go on to say things about women that we at Saturday Night Live yeah. do not believe in, and everything. Uh, uh, we thought that this was very offensive, and we nearly lost our jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, con- and enjoy the rest of the show. And <laughs> and and uh, but he's in that. He's very part of that era. I think Eddie Murphy, and to some certain extent, had that same. Yeah that same issue until he find found a comeback vehicle uh what else do we need to talk about on this movie um i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't think there's much I mean, left to say yeah i mean it, it's a lot of fun the 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 action is pretty good the the overall plot which we've or the story which we've gone through is is a little ridiculous and it's a little over the top and I mean, it, there's a few things that seem kind of silly. Uh, Will Smith, I mean, the fact that another reason why shooting him at the beginning kind of irked me because I was having a harder time buying that he'd be back like six months later. Yeah. Because, I mean, he really gets shot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's multiple gunshots. And, yeah. Like, I don't even know how he's walking. Yeah. You know, how nothing Much got Much less hit. alive. Yeah. And um, so that was kind of hard. And then also just, um, you know, the stuff with... The way they do the where he takes out all the other uh, people involved, with the exception, oh, that was another thing. Like Joe Pantoliano, for some reason, is way later than everybody else. Like they do a montage mm-hmm. of like the mayor and the judge and or whatever the lawyer. You know, they all get shot up and stuff, and um, they do that. Like it's almost like a. It really is a montage. I mean, yeah. I think they're even like playing music and stuff. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a <laughs> series of uh, points where, like, uh, are you talking about when he's when they're all getting killed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a series of points where the guy where yeah. our, where uh, the dude is. I keep calling him the dude. His name is that character name uh, was uh, Armando. Yeah. Um, he uh, he keep he goes to all these different spots and like he's either snipering or yeah. he's you know some other you know. Usually, I think it's snipering people or sniping people. But I, but it's a, it's a little over the top and ridiculous, like a lot of these action movies are. And I, you know, and it's definitely not going to be like ever. I would say at the top of the action movie pantheon or anything. But um, if you're in the mood for a nice '90s '80s throwback to these kind of action movies that they don't make really anymore, or um, if you've enjoyed the first two movies. Um, I can't imagine you're not gonna not like this. I don't know how you, yeah. you have to have some sick fetish for Michael Bay to to say that this third one's yeah. not gonna. And I, he's in. I mean, he is. I don't know how involved he is. I mean, he like he makes a cameo. Mm-hmm. He's at the wedding. Um and uh, and God, he is thin. Yeah, like he looked like. I, don't know, I mean, not that he's ever been like big, big. I mean, he's a tall guy. But. He wasn't even a producer on this. Okay. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, obviously, uh, because yeah. the, that's who started it all with Don Simpson. Back that, yeah, the- that was interesting too. Seeing the Simpson Bruckheimer, you yeah. just I don't feel like I see that that much anymore. Uh, or, Will Smith was a producer on this oh, too, okay. but it, it looks like sense. they just kind of brought him back as, "Hey, you're a buddy. We know that you you started this." Yeah, and, and this is probably because I didn't really like Gemini Man, and I mean Aladdin's okay, but mm-hmm. uh, this is this has got to be the best will smith movie in a while yeah i would i would say so it's just it's just a lot of fun yeah i mean it's a and, it, and this is a perfect time of year for it too like because there's just not a, i mean other yeah, than there's Oscar just movies, never anything that, that it's a it's a good proving ground for a movie like this which you know the last one came out in 2003 i think yeah uh it's a good proving ground because usually movies like this that come back so many years later, people are very indifferent to it because yeah. pe- the audience that used to be used to love movies like this are now older. They have kids. Yeah, all this they don't really care about this type of stuff. But they 
they really did a good job of, I mean, yeah, putting it in January, exactly what you're saying is if they put this in April, it gets sort of, I think it gets swamped a little bit, yeah, although probably. it may, it may have done okay in April, yeah. I did, but, but if you put it in the summer, then you're really saying, you know, I really hope people watch this in the sea of all the other things. Although this yeah. summer is probably going to be bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm I'm weirdly getting now. Like it's. I love how trailers will do this to you. When I saw the first trailer to Black Widow, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, eh, all right, that's a cool cast. Now that I've seen it like eight times, I think I've kind of talked myself into yeah. wanting to see it. But yeah, who knows what's going to happen? That Ryan Reynolds movie looks so awful. I think <laughs> it has a chance. Look, I mean, it could be really good. It 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 looks like it's probably going to be awful, <laughs> but it could like if they well, do certain things, it could be great. Well, who's the play in the bad guy? Or I don't know if he's the bad guy, but it's the director of Thor Ragnarok. Oh, uh, uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if he's going to be in it, him and Ryan Reynolds going up against each other. That I mean, I'm down. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I I don't have high hopes for this summer. But I don't know. I haven't had. I just I'm quit having. I'm going to quit having high hopes for summers moving forward because. I think maybe that's partly age too. Just that's just not the kind of movie I want to see as much anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, all yeah. right. Well, uh, what did you guys think of Bad Boys for Life? We actually liked it. I was very surprised. Uh, go to Sincast presented by Sin, uh, Sincast presented by Cinema Sins on Facebook, uh, and you can also go to Cinema Sins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter. We also have a SoundCloud. We are on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to our Reddit page and see a link on the right side of the page, or you can go to me on the Facebook page and uh, private message me, and I can give you a link there. Uh, where can they reach you, Jonathan? Uh, I am on Twitter. You can reach me at Sam Loomis 13 and you can hear me every week on Behind the Sins podcast with Danae Hughes and Aaron Dicer. All right, well, that'll do it for this mini-pod. It's Chris Atkins and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.